save big on the biggest brand tires. Where else? Your participating Big O Tires. Now through September 22nd, get up to $70 off select sets of Michelin and BF Goodrich brand tires. Plus, get up to an additional $120 in mail-in rebates on qualifying purchases using your Big O Tires credit card. Only at Big O Tires, the team you trust. Not valid with other offers. Disposal fees extra. Up to 10% shop fee based on non-discounted retail price. Not to exceed $35 per permitted. For the store nearest you, go to BigOtires.com. Sportsbeat KC, sponsored by Big O Tires, is Facebook Live. Sam Mellinger, Sam McDowell, and Vahe Gregorian join me, Blair Kirkhoff, to discuss the Chiefs' 28-10 victory over the Raiders on Sunday. The Chiefs scored all their points in the second quarter, but that was more than enough. Thanks to Kathy Lou and Leah Pacera for producing this episode, and thanks to Rich Sugg, our photographer, for shooting the Facebook Live. Hey, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. And you can catch us on the Kansas City Star's YouTube channel. Our stories can be found in the show notes on KansasCity.com and on the Red Zone Extra app. And now that all that's out of the way, have a listen to Sportsbeat KC while I watch the maintenance workers here at the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum take down the football stadium here to... Get the field ready for the Oakland A's, who start a three-game series with the Kansas City Royals on Monday night. Welcome to the Chiefs post-game Facebook Live from Oakland, the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, where I'm here with uh, my friend Sam and my other friend Sam, Sam Mellinger, Sam McDowell, Rich Sugg spinning the dials behind the camera. Good to be with you. We just saw the Chiefs defeat the Oakland Raiders 28-10. to and guys, I got to tell you, after the first quarter, I was starting to look up uh, lowest passing total for Mahomes in his career. He had 35 yards of passing in the in, in the first quarter. I kind of thought, okay, it's not his day. Not going to be his day. Not the Chiefs' day. Down 10 nothing. Um, Oakland came here with with a lot of momentum from the Monday night win. The place was rocking. It really was. It really was rocking. Yeah. And then the second quarter happened, and I'm not sure I've seen a blitz quite like what we saw today with the Chiefs. It was unbelievable. I mean, um, you're right. They, they were sort of on the precipice of a really bad spot. And he threw for 278 yards and four touchdowns in the second quarter. In the quarter. In the quarter. I mean, I, I don't know how many full games. And, you know, I'm not trying to dump on Alex Smith, but how many full games did Alex Smith have that was that productive? Um, I, I bet not 10. Yeah. You know, not 10 yeah. in his, in his Chiefs start, career as a Chiefs starter. He had a stretch of six passes that went for 205 yards and three touchdowns. At the end. Yeah, you know, at, the, the, the end of, at the end of the quarter. In six passes. It was, it was stunning to see. It was stunning. And uh, uh, a beneficiary of a lot of this today was Demarcus Robinson, yeah. who uh, until today had four career touchdowns, did not have a 100-yard receiving game, and... Um, uh, and didn't have as many as five. He had five was his career high receptions in a game, and he goes for six catches, 172 yards, two touchdowns. And um, and Sam McDowell, I know you wrote about him. It's kind of tough to pull some good quotes out of Demarcus yeah. Robinson. He's a nice guy and he's really sincere. Yeah. Um, but man, he brought it today. Yeah, and I, I think what probably stood out most about him was something actually that uh, Mahomes had said which is that he noticed right off the bat that the Raiders were just going to try and take away Sammy Watkins. And that opened the door for other guys. We saw McCole Hardman have a touchdown, and Demarcus Robinson, like you said, just had 
a huge day. And the play that obviously stands out the most, because on the first touchdown, it was just wide open. Right. I mean, any of us could have made that play. On the second <laughs> touchdown right before the half, you don't think you could have? Are you, are you doubting me or are you doubting yourself? <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let the viewers decide. Okay. <laughs> on the second touchdown, though, Mahomes looks for him. He shuffles that way, throws that way, and Robinson has a step, but the pass is actually behind him if we want to find a criticism of Mahomes during his 278-yard <laughs> quarter. But the pass is behind him, and Robinson has to make an adjustment, bangs against the, the dirt, which those of us on the field before the game, the dirt is different than the grass is. It's a very hard surface. Uh, and, and ball doesn't come loose at all. So that, I thought that was the most impressive play he made on the day. I, I thought that Mahomes, first of all, had he had time today, which uh, which was critical, critical because he's still laboring a little bit on the ankle. Uh, he's you know he said all week that it wasn't bothering him, was getting better, progressing every day. But the fact that he didn't tuck it and run at all today, in fact, had opportunities. And then, of course, he said after the game um, that he had a chance to make a block. You know, in, in the second half, he got out of the way. I remember he, that play. Yeah, that, that wasn't going to happen. He wasn't going to make a block, not, not on his ankle. But he stood in the pocket, and even though the Chiefs were a little shuffled on the offensive line, Eric Fisher started the game, uh, had missed practice or didn't finish practice Friday because of a groin injury, tried to go today, couldn't go, so Cam Irving came in and played left tackle. I thought they did a pretty good job keeping Mahomes upright and allowed him to do what Mahomes does. Yeah, I, I just... I feel like we say the same, a lot of the same stuff about the quarterback after every game, but I don't want to like not say it because it's still amazing. And and what he does, like I'm just trying to think of, of he makes everything, anything feel possible on the one sideline and like in a good way, and then in a very bad way <laughs> on the other side. And it just it flips so quickly. I mean, like. He changed that whole game just with this extraterrestrial like talent. And think about this. So he is. Uh, you can double check me on this. Fifty-five <laughs> of seventy-seven for eight hundred twenty-one yards, uh, seven touchdowns, and no interceptions. Um, I just looked this up, and, and there's like four guys that have thrown for more yards, like five guys that have thrown for more touchdowns. You know, like I mean, this is like kind of an historic like first couple games, and he's done it with being healthy for about a quarter and a half of that. Um, with Tyreek Hill playing a quarter, and with, like right, you said, with, right, with, with right. Eric Fisher hurt. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's just like the limitations on him have been substantial, and it just it, it doesn't matter. Well, he is um, uh, he is otherworldly. I mean, he is, I, in the second quarter, especially the last the last uh, few minutes. I just thought he he took the game to a level that the Raiders. Don't recognize. I mean, that's just and, and no, yeah, not ready for it. And it's just a different game that he plays. Yeah. That nobody else. I can't say anybody else in the NFL, but we haven't seen anybody in a Chiefs uniform do anything quite like this. No, and, and the I'm sorry, but like the um, I forgot which touchdown it was, but there there was a it was the 95 yard drive. Uh, so maybe that was the, the first one. of the long ones. That was McCall yeah. Hardman, I think, finished that one. And they, they had that third and ten. And he made one of these crazy like Mahomes plays where he steps up and throws that like shortstop yeah. sidearm yeah, yeah, fastball. Yeah. It was an unbelievable yeah. play. Penalty wiped yeah. out, doesn't count. And then the next play, it's a touchdown. Yeah. It's just like Robinson did a great job on that holding onto the ball because he got crushed on that. Yeah, that was he's tough. Okay, so that was that. I thought that was in. That was the penalty that made it third and twenty. Third and twenty. Third yeah. and twenty. And then they did. The you touchdown. don't pick up third and twenties. No. 
Instead, they throw it in the end zone, and Hardman runs under it for it's a touchdown. It's 50-50, third and 20. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Flip a coin. You can, you can lower the possibility that you're not going to eliminate it. They should have converted a third and 14 on the other Hardman touchdown that got wiped out because McCoy didn't set his block up the middle and had to hold. That's right. Uh, that was the that was the seventy two yarder. Yeah, that, and think that, of the stats we'd be talking about now if that oh, play if that block had been set and that play had been made. Um, I think that was Andy Reid's favorite play, the way he talked about it afterwards, because yeah. it, it was you know picking up blitzes and recognizing blitzes, and Hardman knew what to do. You know when he he felt it and ended up would have been a seventy two yard touchdown. He was down celebrating, and uh, and as Rich told us, uh, he was in the end zone and got a Corona on his head, <laughs> a, a can I think, full can, full can okay. of Corona, and and the play didn't count. So better oh, than a bottle. <laughs> it's better than a bottle. So look for uh, look for that photo. It's on Rich's Twitter account. Um, uh, so Demarcus Robinson was 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 terrific today. McCole Hardman. Um, was a feature guy. I mean, he as you know, as Demarcus Robinson was. McCole Hardman was had to step up. Needed the speed. Needed um, you know another weapon. I know. I know, Sam. You you at one point looked at the stat sheet and said, Yeah, yeah. Look at the top three. You know, the top the top three receivers today: Robinson, Hardman, and I forgot Damian Williams. Damian Williams, not yeah. Kelsey Hill Watkins. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, was, right, go ahead. I was just going to say about the Hardman thing, Mahomes said something really interesting in his post game was that the first couple plays he didn't feel like he was connecting with, with Hardman, and he told him on the sideline, you got to speed it up. You know, you're doing a little, right. a couple extra moves to come out of your breaks. you got to make those moves quicker and just, just speed it up and, and get to your route. And he, he thought that's what led to some of his plays later in the game. I thought that um, right after that incompletion, it was on the first series, right? Yeah. And they didn't pick up a first down. Or they picked up a first down, but this would have extended the drive. They didn't get it because Hardman seemed to kind of round out the route instead of a hard so he cut. made a move with his head and yeah. he said, you, you can't do that at this level. You, you've got you've to play faster. And I could tell right away that Mahomes, before he even left the field, was kind of coaching him a little bit. And then they went and had a conversation on the, on the sideline. He's an experienced 24-year-old. <laughs> right. Very wise. Not yet. Uh, yeah. Next week. Like Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Right, right. So, um, all right. Uh, I want you know you, you want to change topics because so much else happened this game. But I, I don't, I, that second quarter, it, that this doesn't happen. It doesn't have. Well, the, the Chiefs tied a, uh, a franchise record for 28 points in the quarter. Last week, uh, we found out Mahomes 211 yards in the first quarter was the second most ever in the first quarter in an NFL game. I don't think we have found out where the second quarter of 278 yards rank um, four touchdowns. I think it was somebody said that Aaron Rodgers threw four touchdowns in a 2014 game. Yeah. And but I don't think anybody's thrown more than four in a quarter. Derek Carr's never thrown more than four in a game. <laughs> I mean, four is his career high in a game. He's never thrown five touchdowns in a game. We saw four in a quarter today. So 443 yards from Mahomes passing. The second it was his second 400-yard game in his career. He threw for like 478 against the Rams in LA, LA last year. Um, and so between this week and next, you alluded to it earlier, Sam, his, um, he's over 800 yards passing for the two, 821, and his second and third best passer rating games of his young career are these first two games of the season. Wow. So for people who you know, suggested that Mahomes and the offense could be even better this year, I went, yeah, sure, better than you know, the third most prolific scoring team in NFL, you know, in NFL history, led the NFL in yards and points. Why not? You know, yeah. if they're on the road against, you know, a good defensive team in week one, a team that was kind of fired up in week two and really came out of the gates looking strong, the Raiders did, um, got torched, got torched. I don't, uh, someone's going to stop them, right? 
maybe. I, I how? <laughs> you know, like I, I just think about this. Like um, it does, and it and it did in the summer make sense to me that the Chiefs could be better if what we think about Patrick and those other guys is true. In, in other words, if if they think, oh, coin flip from the Super Bowl, all this talent, MVP, screw it. Like you know, we we got this. Then maybe there will be a fall. But if if the stuff about like Pat just being really intelligent and diligent about his work and you know not wanting to not just be really good but to be elite to be transformative uh, it makes sense because the, the Andy Reid offense is it stacks it stacks and so he got like a big chunk of it last year but there's new stuff now <laughs> yeah, new know? stuff and, and, and there's gonna <laughs> the continue. good stuff yeah, he was right. holding the good stuff <laughs> until this year <laughs> so it just looked like I, I'm not sure that I would have thought that you know with the injuries both to him and Tyreek and um, and all that that they'd be doing quite this, but um, it's not that. It's like incredible, amazing, unbelievable, whatever. But it's not surprising. No, <laughs> you know, right, like it can't right, be now. Right. But it's still a freaking show, and I, it's so fun watching. You do wonder just about the run game. I mean, it's hard. To, it's hard to, to criticize anything after what we saw, especially in that second quarter. But you do wonder if at some point they're going to, especially when the games get colder in December and January, if they're going to have to learn how to run the football better. More effectively. I, here they are in the fourth quarter with a three-score lead, and they're still throwing still the ball pass. because I, that's the best yeah. way for them to... I thought that said a lot, actually, the fact that they're still trying these short passes rather than just, just trying to run the ball up the middle and, and run out the clock. And we thought last week in Jacksonville maybe LaShawn McCoy was going to be that guy, but he had a, he had a tough day today, and, and Damian Williams was, again, more effective out of the backfield as a receiver than he, than he was a running back. But I was praising the offensive line. I thought they did a good job protecting Pat Mahomes, but you know, unlike last week in, in Jacksonville, didn't seem to blast open many holes for, for McCoy and, and Damian Williams. I'm actually, we, we talked about this during the week, I am all in on them throwing 80% yeah. or more. Um, I just think that's the way that they can that they can move the ball, and it doesn't make, like, conventional sense you know like you, you gotta you know run the ball to set up the pass you gotta run the ball you know in the playoffs or whatever but conventional wisdom like has never seen this you know it's never right. seen like and and he's 55 to 77 on the year um i don't know that percentage off the top of my head but pretty damn good good very and, good and, yeah you know, it's in and, the good those, zone <laughs> yes and, and those shorter passes 72. a lot of times that can yeah. be like a run you know i just with this offense, yes. Yeah, so I, I think they can do it. And, and and not just that, but I think they should throw the ball 75 80% of the time. That's that's their best way to move the ball. But I have to assign grades after a game, and i got to grade the rushing offense sometimes yeah. you know, every, every week. And I don't know what to give them because, yeah. they, you know, it's just sort of inconsequential. Yeah. 22 for 32 not is what, what they finished. <laughs> that's, right. Yeah. that's right, incomplete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, so... Sam McDowell, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I, I, I think I would, at least in the fourth quarter, bleeding the clock a little bit, you want to see them. When you know, when everybody knows they're going to run, be able to run, move the yeah. sticks a they've little done, bit. They've done it even with, even with Mahomes last year. I mean, they ran the ball effectively. It is, it is a weapon that I feel like they have if they use it. But well, Hunt, um, Hunt was that guy too. Yeah, and, you're right. And, and, but Damien Williams yeah. averaged, I think, five yards a carry filling in for yeah. Hunt last year. And he still has been extremely effective on that wheel route that they seem to use, yeah. be using a lot in these first two weeks. You wonder if maybe teams will start adjusting to that, but that route was open once down the left sideline that Mahomes went elsewhere with it. That I, 
actually Mahomes went elsewhere with it because he couldn't get out of the pocket and had to throw a little three-yard pass to Kelsey to extend the drive. But that could have been a, a big play too. Right. Okay. So you know, a lot of, in basketball we talk about points per possession. Chiefs points per possession down this week as opposed to last week when they scored on their first seven possessions. This week they score on four. Now it's spectacular the way they score and how they score to go 95 and 94 yards on successive drives. That's ridiculous. But in the second half, they only scored in one quarter, as did the Raiders. When the Chiefs did it, it was just unreal yeah. and incredible. Um, I was, you know, was kind of looking for them to tack on a score in the second half. Uh -huh. This is where we are with the Chiefs. You know, 18-point lead, <laughs> right. can't tack on, yeah. could come back to bite them in New England right. in December. You know? 443 passing yards, but <laughs> they couldn't run it. <laughs> All right, let's 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 switch sides. Um, like I said, Chiefs piled all their points up in one quarter. The Raiders did the same thing. First two possessions, field goal, go right down the field, field goal. Next possession, touchdown, aided by a 43-yard pass interference penalty yeah. on on the Honey Badger. Yeah. Uh, but Derek Carr took advantage, threw it uh, back in the end zone. Was it was it Fuller that looked like Fuller slipped or something? Yeah. And yep. Uh, but they got the touchdown. It's 10 to nothing, and you, you, you mentioned it, Sam. You were right. It was loud. We had the windows open in front of us here. I've never heard it as loud as I did here, and I just thought, man, this just may not be the Chiefs' day. Uh, the Raiders go four and out, four and out, three and out to end the half, and then they and then and the end of a half. So four possessions, they don't score. Meanwhile, the Chiefs are going crazy on offense. And um, did did the Chiefs' defense? Take a step this week. Is this? They, I think they took a step from the Jacksonville game, but is this a thing, a sign of things to come, or just you know taking advantage of a maybe what maybe a mediocre team? Yeah, I talked to a few of the defensive backs about that after the game with with Matthew and Breland. I mean, Breland, I thought had a, had a great day. I do too. But um, he's hitting hard, man. Yeah, I mean he's a great tackler. Yeah. We're used to seeing their cornerbacks haven't been great tacklers yeah. here. He's a really good tackler, yeah. and obviously he had the pick in the end zone. That was a big play. Um, but the Raiders obviously had 15 to 20 plays scripted, like most coaches do, and that resulted in 10 points. And the Chiefs, I think, made most of their adjustments pre-snap. They tried to disguise more. And you saw those first couple drives. I mean, the Raiders went sort of a mini no-huddle offense there. They tried mm -hmm. to get, get up and hike the ball as quickly as possible. Well, late in the game, Derek Carr was, was taking a long time. It was bleeding down under five seconds. And I think it was because... He's trying to figure out what the Chiefs are doing pre-snap. So I just thought they did a better job of disguising what they were doing. Well, I know, um, I, I know, Melly. You you asked Chris Jones after the game, what uh, did they were they stunting more or twisting more? And I think it was obvious that they were, yeah. but you couldn't pry it out of Chris Jones, nope. could you? He's not gonna tell me that. <laughs> um, but uh, spoiler alert, I think they were. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were. Uh, I, I thought the defense they, they got a lucky break. When um, right in that second quarter, when the game started to get out of hand, was when um, Jake Josh Jacobs, terrifically talented, yeah, yeah, rookie good. running back, uh, went out with like cramps or I don't, he, he went out for, yeah for the and, and that's when, like you just said, like the the, the game kind of got away from him. But um, I thought the defense was really damn good. Uh, the, the tackling and look like I was even encouraged by last week um, just because the tackling was sound and there were some miscommunications in the back that you know brought the points up and all that but I just thought like this is something this is like moldable clay that we can work with and, <laughs> and, and see improvement and today um, 
you know, I don't think the Raiders are very good, but you know, to to give up ten points, you know, on the road, um, mm-hmm. I thought it was really really good. The, again, the tackling was good. They put more pressure on. Uh, on car, which I don't think any of us were necessarily expecting, just because of how quick right. they usually get rid of the ball. But uh, Frank Clark blew up some runs. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I was I was impressed. This was, this was a definite step forward. He, I don't think he got sacked last. I know he didn't get sacked right. by the by the Broncos, who have Vaughn Miller and Chubb on the outside. Yeah. He got sacked three times today, back to back plays by Fuller and Passigno in, in the second half, and Chris Jones got him in, in the first half. And then to have the interceptions on back-to-back series, yeah. and it turns out if there was a tur- not a turning point, but a you know a, a moment when the Raiders knew it was over, it was when the Ra- they get down to the four in their first possession of the second half, and John Gruden said after the game we should have run the ball there, but Carr saw something. I guess he saw the coverage he liked, had um, uh, Williams on the outside on on Brashard Breland. And I just thought he threw a bad ball. It was Breland had good position, made the interception in the end zone, and I, I just the spirit left Oakland after that. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs didn't take advantage and you know score because they, they were done scoring for the day. But on the next possession, Traverius Ward picks up an interception. So three sacks, two picks. The Chiefs did lose a turnover. Mahomes lost a fumble in the second half. But all in all, Carr had his passer rating was 61-1, right? That's um, that ain't gonna win you too many games, so I think kind of quietly the Chiefs had a really solid defensive game today. I don't know if they had one this good on the road a year ago. I maybe maybe somebody will remember one, but I don't know if they played this well defensively on the road last year. So I good signs. I think most different than the last couple of years is there's a, there were a lot of complaints about this te- this defense's inability to adjust on the fly and do something yeah. different that, hey, this hasn't been working, this hasn't been working, why do you keep banging your head against the wall here? To see them do something different and all of a sudden a team scores 10 points and you're thinking, here we go again with this defense, are they more like last year than we thought? And then to, to shut them out for three and a half or three, three and a half quarters, whatever it was, afterwards, I think that's probably the best sign, even more than the entire picture of just giving up 10 points on the road. So uh, Bobby Harris wanted to know uh, what our thoughts were about Reggie Wa- Reggie Ragland being inactive for the second straight week. Um, Reed did answer that on Friday. Just said he's sort of the odd man out. Um, Consider some starter, but uh, you yeah, know, Reggie was the first guy out of the locker room today, even before we were allowed in there. He was. He was absolutely the first guy out of the locker room, and he tweeted something right after the game too. Something. Uh, something to, something along the lines of it's going to get better, you know, just kind of an encouragement, maybe a self-encouragement message to uh, to, to fans. But it just is odd uh, to, uh, to not see him be part of this when he was, uh, we talked a lot about him in the offseason, a guy who might be able to take advantage of the 4-3. Um, but you knew there was trouble ahead for Reggie when he was on the field for a lot of that fourth preseason game yeah. up in Green Bay. That. Yeah. Uh, um, that wasn't because they were lacking bodies. It's because that's kind of where he was on the depth chart. So I don't know what it means for Reggie, except that they think that um, they're, they're better off with who they have on the field now. Assuming that there's nothing sort of off the field or with focus, you know, and we have no reason to think that, but just assuming that that's the case, I just wonder if it's just um, it's a numbers thing, um, but also speed. They wanted to get faster. You know, that yeah. was Damian Wilson, that was Darren Lee. Uh, they wanted to get faster in that area of the field. And, you know, uh, that's not Reggie Ragland's strength. And, you know, Anthony Hitchens has a little bit of go on him. 
you know, um, for that position. And so I think they, that's the only thing that I can think of. They're trying to get faster, and he's not fast. You look at the, just the, the numbers for uh, the Raiders out of the backfield as far as catching out of the backfield, something that gave the Chiefs a lot of fits. I mean, Washington had two for 26, Rashard two for two, and, I mean, that, that's all they got coming out of the backfield. And, I mean, I think a lot of that's what you're talking about, just, just they've got more speed at linebacker with the ability to actually cover running backs this year. Um, is it, uh, am I picking a nit to uh, criticize special teams for a couple of block in the backs or holding, whatever it was on the punt returns? You know, those, yeah. those d drives that started at the, f at the five and the six would have started at the 15 or 20 if it weren't for the, yeah. if it and weren't for those. Anthony Thomas obviously should have let the one just, just yes, fall the first head into the end zone. The first one, I think he fielded at the five. Right. So, all right, hey, uh, our Facebook Live is not complete. Uh, unless oh, there, are, there are four, and Vahe has finished his column. the ground, son. Yeah, <laughs> there's a microphone there for you, Vahe. You get the fuzzy one, the cute fuzzy one. <laughs> You've been waiting to say that to yeah. me all day. Which part, the cute and fuzzy one, or the pick it up off the ground, <laughs> son? Hi, everybody. Hi, all right, everybody. so you, um, uh, you just finished up the column? Yeah, I did. What was it? Uh, this is about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, oh, we, it's funny. We have not mentioned him I guess yet. you guys didn't no, talk we, about him at all. <laughs> haven't gotten I, there. I thought he'd come in and change it up a little. Um, the, uh, the thing I enjoyed after the game regarding Patrick was Andy Reid saying Patrick had a nice game. And, but Andy kind of cracked a couple minutes later when we, we had a little follow-up. Maybe it was my question, actually. Because I was kind of like, is this just run-of-the-mill for you by now? <laughs> and he, he kind of did this thing where he scrunched up his face a little. It was like... You, know, you look at these throws and you kind of go, and then we just kind of go on. But I thought that was Andy, you know, moment of weakness, actually, actually letting us know that he thinks Patrick's kind of special. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Well, and of course, he, whenever he answers one of your questions, it's always with a Vahe. Vahe. Hey, Vahe. He, he first, ever, first since, drop. ever since you said that, I've been noticing, I feel like he does it a lot, but I, I never really thought he did before. But just, I'm just glad he can say it right. Well, from now on, if he doesn't mention your name, I'm going to remind him, hey, that was Vahe, Andy. Did you, did you... <laughs> well, it, please do. <laughs> uh, what else really impressed you about um, Look, just I think this. Like, you could think there were five, six, seven things kind of going wrong for them, right? And all by the end of the first series, it, you, obviously, you know coming in the game you don't have Tyreek. You know Patrick's ankle's a little something, right? Not, not quite right. Um, and now Eric Fisher's out. And... Uh, and you got a little bit of flux, and I thought a play that sort of summed up the early part of the game for them was Patrick um, expecting McCole Hardman to be where he wasn't. And Patrick actually had kind of a good answer on that, too. I mean, he was making the point that um, actually he shut me down on the question as it being a miscommunication. He basically was like, no, McCole was wrong. <laughs> he didn't say that, and he would never say it that way, but that, that ended up being kind of the point. It was like McCole made, basically he oversold a fake, or he tried harder than he needed to on a fake, not prioritizing it. He needed to be where the ball needed to be or where the ball was going right. to be. And it's funny. I, we all, I think, remember that play. It was a sideline pass on the left. First series. First series, maybe maybe the third down play. Mm -hmm. I, uh, it, was. Um, it was. And it reminds you of how intricate this is, right? Yeah. It, it was like, oh, they don't look good at all. That wasn't even close. And, of course, there probably really was a reason, and, and, and you know, everything changed in the second quarter, which I think you guys probably discussed. <laughs> well, um, we, it's funny. You, Vahe, you and I especially talked about how and, – and, and I know Sam feels this way too. We, we all enjoy coming to – we all like coming to this venue 
And even though it's a tight, cramped quarters here at the Coliseum, we just we just enjoy being here and, and covering games, and we know it's the last one, unless somehow the Chiefs are back here in the playoffs. Doubt it. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my but my mood changed in the first quarter when I couldn't access the internet, and we were all ticked <laughs> off about. Yeah. <laughs> I was cursing this place. That's right. Lost its charm <laughs> in, in the first uh, the first half, all the way up to halftime, really, with that. Yeah, and and even to now, when I mean, I don't. It, it, I'm sure we'll give them a little inside baseball here. You know, our system is Q. Did you guys be able to transmit your stories through Q? I, I had I had to email. I had to go old school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's um, that's um, yeah. Throughout the game, couldn't access Q. But any but anyway. But so. we got in, and but the Wi-Fi was a nuisance, and it is a reminder. Some, maybe you guys talked about this, but um, I, there was a Chiefs employee or two today that I used Sam's uh, term, charming dump. Too, and they're just like, no, it's just a dump. <laughs> and it really kind of is, but but I'll miss it. I will really miss it. And it and it was fun to be out on the field today, uh, walking around with Sam McDowell, his 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 maiden voyage here as, as, as the last one. You spent one. some time in the black hole today. I did. And what did you discover yeah. in the black hole? You, you returned, which was a victory in itself. <laughs> you know, I was down there for the entire first quarter when they were up 10 nothing. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of probably what you would expect down there. You know, it's, it's loud. There's a lot of alcohol, a lot of cussing, someplace you'd probably never want to take your kid to. Um, but if you're, a but there were kids fan, in there, there's a couple kids in there, <laughs> okay. but if you're a sports fan, I feel like it's something you absolutely would love. Just being a part of other people that are as passionate as you probably are about, I guess the Raiders or it seemed like they're as passionate about hating other things than they are actually loving what they actually have. I'm sure there are a few red holes at Arrowhead, yeah. too. Maybe not as big <laughs> as the black hole here. By the way, a lot of them in the parking lot. <laughs> well, yeah. By the way, speaking of that, though, executive producer Rich Sugg, I think, had a, a, um, a moment that crystallized a lot of this with an actual beer can. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I, did that hit McCall Hardman? I think it did. Yeah, it, it, it looked like it had a little velocity, just based on the... But you caught it frame by frame. Coming through. So they're breaking down the Coliseum behind us uh, for the final time. This will be the you're, you're watching. Those who are watching are seeing the uh, uh, the football field being converted to the baseball field for the last time in the history of of this structure. We thought it looked like it was being set up for a concert, and then, but of course now you realize they're taking down that entire set of stands. Like that would be a pretty short porch if they didn't. Right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. All right, so let's um, let's let's uh, finish this um, with some final thoughts on the Chiefs who play uh, at home finally uh, at, against the, the Baltimore Ravens, the two and Ravens, next Sunday noon at Arrowhead. Um, Vahe, we'll start with you. Any any final um, thoughts just, from here? Just I, I, you, as I'm sure talked about it, but I mean the defense was pretty impressive in the end, and, and some big plays at big moments, uh, which is is what you need. It, you know, if the Raiders score. Um, early in the second half, I, I think you start feeling it right. Then they become one touchdown away from making it a game. And but those back to, was it back to back sacks by Fuller and yeah. Uh, uh, Tano. Yeah. Uh, and Breland's interception. Even though I don't, I, I, I like offense. I think that was interference. I don't think you can do what he did, but it's accepted in the game today, and it was an interception in the in the scorebook. So impressed by the defense too. All right. So Sam McDowell, a, a gambling man, loves to uh, push his chips in. Uh, occasionally, he's going to enjoy going to Vegas. No. I know, probably I more than this place. <laughs> I think right. you guys told me it was charming, uh, but tight quarters and it smelled. 
And uh, I agree at least with the last two of those. <laughs> um, but I don't know that I found the same charm in it being here for the first time that you guys have with it, knowing the history of it. Well, I'm glad you got to see it, though. I am glad you got to see it before, before it's done. All right. Melly, what, uh, what, what, what wisdom can you <laughs> uh, I mean, my biggest takeaway, it's basically what I wrote in the column, so it should be my takeaway, right? But um, I just, that game with the second quarter and the quarterback and all that stuff, Chiefs teams in the past would have been partying in the locker room. The music would have been blaring. They would have been dancing. They would have been, you know, all this stuff. And it was like a business meeting in there, you know? It was like, I mean, they were happy. Like, they're not soulless. Um, and they were joking around a little bit. But it was just, it was very clear with the vibe in there that this was just, this was step two in, in what they expect to go, you know, not just through week 17, but, uh, you know, a month or so after that. It was just, that, that part of it just, banged through so clearly. I thought it was reflected in Chris Jones's media yeah. me, media uh, meeting. Uh, just usually a upbeat, happy guy. Yeah. No, not really. And, uh, yeah, and, and they just gave up 10 points. Right, right. Had it's, one of their better games. like, oh, we should have had a shutout. Really? And also, he shut you down on asking. Wasn't that you asking him about stunts? Yeah. How, how did yeah. he phrase it? I'm not he's telling he's not you. Telling me, but yeah. yeah I, they were using more stuff. We, 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 we know that. Picked but that, up on that. That was like Frank Clark said, uh, confident but not complacent. Um, uh, like everybody who talked, basically like on their own, was bringing up, well, we should have done this, we should have. Like, and, and with Mitch, Mitch Schwartz, who's one of my favorite people to talk to in that locker room, um, you know, I was like, oh, man, that second quarter, wasn't that so fun? And he was basically like, yeah, it's cool, but like, you know, we only had like 20 yards rushing, you know? And, and I was like, Right, but then he goes, "Yeah, okay." You know, <laughs> but it's like that's that's where they're at. It's and that's what it should be. Like you can tell, and I wrote something like kind of like this. When, when you're able to get, I know it's not for a long time, but in the locker room, in those moments, like we are, you can tell a team that hopes, you know, and a team that expects. Like yeah. you can you can tell that difference. And this team is clearly different than any other Chiefs team that I've covered here. Well, it's fifteen stays healthy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> keep one yeah. five uh, upright. Yeah. yeah. He, don't, cha don't. he changes everything, and an injury to him will change everything. Yes. Don't be yeah. blocking people. Right. Yeah, that was that was a highlight. It was his <laughs> was avoidance of the block? Of yeah, yeah, it was. It really was. It was interesting whether or not he was referring to he didn't block him just because he was hurt or because it was a bad decision. Because I really sort of responded to like. You know, when uh, I think it was the question, maybe you asked it about his ankle being hurt. If that changed anything, and then yeah. he mentions that play, it's like, well, wait a minute, there shouldn't be a player involved in <laughs> under any circumstance, right? If you have a bulletproof right. vest, you yeah. should not be blocked. But that look—that's a really good distinction, Sam. It's kind of like, well, Patrick, uh, you, why would you be thinking about that anyway? Right. <laughs> I, I remember him doing it once last year. I remember he did him blocking yeah. somebody on a, on a whatever it was. I can't remember the play, but. Um, as good as this Chiefs offense has been, as Pat, as, with Mahomes at quarterback, I, I, I hadn't seen anything like we saw in the second quarter today. That went to a level that I, I just didn't expect or hadn't seen. It was kind of in disbelief. And they were playing, that offense was playing at a level that you, you, nobody plays. You just don't see that. Without their starting left tackle, without their best receiver, Yep. And with Patrick, you know, kind of something with the ankle, right? right? I mean, that, that's the thing that sticks out to me. All that... Yeah. And, and playing on a, on a tier above. It really does seem like, a, the, I think you used the term when we were chatting in the press box, like a, they're playing a different game. Yeah. And maybe in exchange for that, they were not allowed to score on any of the other possessions. You know, we'll give you those four and look crazy good doing it, but you can't score any other, <laughs> on any other possessions. So, 
All right, with that, we are going to get out of here. Uh, big thanks to Big O Tires for sponsoring this thing. Big thanks to Rich Sugg for spinning the dials and, uh, and, and shooting this. So we'll, we'll get a, a pregame Facebook Live together soon. I bet next week at Arrowhead. I bet, we, uh, I bet we do. We've had technical difficulties each of the two weeks that we're on the road. Coincidentally, two of the worst stadiums uh, in Jacksonville and <laughs> Oakland. So um, with that, we will, uh, we will see you guys. Uh, this week, Facebook Live on Thursday from Big O Tires in Kansas City. Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners. Unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience... Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at 50 bucks, unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit KansasCity.com slash SportsBeatKCOffer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening.